Oh, my God. 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to school, back to work we go. Happy Hanukkah, everyone. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
אסתכל ישועתי, אפתח ולא Oh, 
על הניסים ועל הפורקן, על הגבורות ועל התשואות שעשית למוצאנו בימים ההם בזמן הזה. It started back with Abraham, got thrown into the kitchen, to tell him Eliakov, do the trickery of Lavan, living out of Mitzrayim, two ten and counting, working every day and night. וחומרו בנים. וישמע השם נקטם, ויזכור אותנו. מזה מכות לקריאה ים סוף, כהרף עין. בני חורים על הניסים ועל הפורקן, על הגבורות ועל התשואות שעשית למותנו. Music in hour number one on a Hanukkah day here at JM in the AM. Nothing like it. Wow. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this hour so far as much as I have. Uh, New York Boys Choir. Oh, let me make sure I have the right. Um... 
I want to make sure I have the right. Can't even see if I did the right thing. A New York boy, there we go. New York boys choir with Hanukkah. You heard Ani Israel and uh, Hanera Salal done by Gershon Veroba. Micha Gammerman's Havdallah, RJ2 with Alani Sim. Chasof done by the Yeshiva Boys Choir. Chasof done by Yaakov Shweki. Mayor Sherman, uh, Masacha Hashem. It's our Monday morning theme song. And from Regesh, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Monday. It's Hanukkah day four. Smack in the middle of the holiday. On this December the 14th, day 28 in the month of Kislev, the year 5781. Tufshin Pei Aleph. It seems today is the very common day that uh, children in our community are off from school. That's what it seems. It seems that today, Monday, there's some who are off today, some who are off today and tomorrow, some who are off Friday and today. But it seems that the common denominator is, in fact, that today, that... Um, That uh, those of you out there who are um, in school, elementary school, middle school, uh, high school, it, it, it seems that the chances of you being off from school today are the greatest. So, for those of you who are taking the day off, either you're uh, off from school or you're taking the day off from work to spend time with the children who are off from school, we say welcome and thank you for joining us here at JMNAM. Happy Chanukah, Chag Urim Sameach, Afrelech and Chanukah. 44 degrees, 63% humidity. Winds are north at 4 miles per hour. Rain today with a high of 45. Then tonight, clear skies, a low 33. Tomorrow, mostly sunny and a high temperature, 40 degrees. Right now, Yushalayim is at 68. We're at 44. We're at 44 here in New York City as we say good morning at JM and the AM. The Lieutenant Governor of New York is going to join us, Kathy Hochul. Hanukkah greetings. We'll have a chance to talk a little bit about COVID and the vaccine. We'll do that in the 7 o'clock hour just after our news from Israel. That'll be coming up. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Um we are still getting tremendous reaction to our journey to Dubai, which uh, certainly made quite an impact. Certainly seems that way that it made quite an impact. Very proud of the impact that it made, quite frankly. And, um, and I want to thank those of you who've reacted with the wonderful compliments and great reaction wonderful feedback uh, to the three days that we spent in the UAE speaking with some very very interesting guests it was one of those uh, one of those trips that was just um, just went really really well thank God so I thank you all for that for uh, all the compliments and all the um, great reaction that we've had it was really something. JM in the AM Monday. Uh, back to school, back to work for those who have it. Many people off today for Hanukkah 5781 on this day four of Hanukkah. News at the top of the hour. Plenty happening on a Monday morning broadcast. Thanks for listening to JM in the AM. 
Hanukkah, oh Hanukkah, come light the menorah. Let's have a party, we'll all dance the horror. Gather round the table, we'll give you a treat. Dreidels to play with and latkes to eat. And while we are playing, the candles are burning low. One for each night, they shed a sweet light to remind us of days long ago. One for each night, they shed a sweet light to remind us of days long ago.
crunchy munchy latkes, so nice and fresh and hot. We love our yummy latkes. Please give us a lot. My Bobby made so many. You can have some too. Why don't you come on over? It's Hanukkah for the Jews. Oh, yes. Crunchy, munchy latkes. Hanukkah done by Cole Zimmer. You heard the Hanukkah selection from the New York Boys Choir. Monday morning, Hanukkah 5781 at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network, and of course, the beloved NSN app. Monday morning broadcast, JM in the AM, Galitzal in the background, Galitzal, Israel Army Radio. 2 p.m. newscast for a Monday follows next. We say Boker 2 from JM in the AM. Galitzal in Yerushalayim, Asha'a 2, Shalom Rav, Chanukah Sameach, Kanran Yavnai, Ima Shekorei Achshav. התדרדרות במצבו של חבר הכנסת דוד ביטן שמאושפז עם קורונה מבית החולים שיבא מדווח כתבנו לענייני בריאות יובל סגב. חבר הכנסת ביטן חובר למכונת לב ריאה שמסייעת בין השאר בפעילות הנשימה. מצבו מוגדר קשה אך יציב והוא איננו מורדם. כאן בבית החולים ימשיכו לעקוב מקרוב אחר מצבו ומשפחתו ביקשה להודות על הברכות ואיחולי ההחלמה. מתקרבים לבחירות, יושב ראש כחול לבן בני גנץ התייחס בצהריים בישיבת עשייה למשבר הפוליטי ואמר ראש הממשלה נתניהו מכיר את מספר הטלפון שלי והוא יודע איך לפנות אליי. נתניהו עושה כרגע את החישובים שלו, אם הוא ירצה הוא ישנה את ההתנהלות שלו ויבוא, אם הוא לא ירצה אנחנו נחזור לציבור. מנגד השרה גילה גמליאל מהליכוד, טענה אצל אמיר איבגי, מתקיימות שיחות לא רשמיות למניעת בחירות. אני עדיין אופטימית ועדיין מקווה שיתעשתו, ונשמע שיש יותר מן המשותף מאשר במה שאנחנו חלוקים עליו. השיחות מתקיימות, לא כרגע באופן פורמלי המתבקש לסגירה של הסכם חדש, אבל השיח הוא כן קיים, אנשים כן מדברים אחד עם השני כדי לראות איך אפשר לייצר... שינויים בהסכמים הקואליציוניים ולהימנע מבחירות. מהשיחות שלי אני די אופטימי. מעקב גלי צה"ל, שישה הרוגים ויותר מ-800 פצועים בתאונות דרכים בשבוע שחלף. מדווחת כתבת הבטיחות בדרכים, נועה בין. שישה בני אדם נהרגו בשבוע החולף בתאונות דרכים ו-845 נפצעו, בהם 18 באורח קשה, 43 בינוני והיתר קל. כך עולה מנתוני הרשות הלאומית לבטיחות בדרכים ומגן דוד אדום, המגיעים במסגרת מעקב תוכניתנו יומן הצהריים. באחת התאונות הקטלניות השבוע נהרגו שני אחים, ילדים קטנים, בתאונה בין רכב פרטי למשאית בכביש אחד. ורוכב אופנוע החליק לפני זמן קצר במהלך רכיבה בבקעת הירדן ונפל לתוך ואדי, סמוך ליישוב נתיב הגדוד. לוחמי האש ויחידת החילוץ של המשטרה בדרכם לסייע בחילוצו ולהעניק לו טיפול רפואי. למקום הוזנק גם מסוק של 669. ידיעה שמסר כתבנו ביהודה ושומרון, שחר גליק. הפריצה למשרד האוצר האמריקני, רוסיה מכחישה כל קשר למתקפת הסייבר. כתבת חדשות החוץ, ציון סימפסון גרוזמן. מהקרמלין נמסר כי לרוסיה לא הייתה מעורבות בפריצה למחלקות המסחר והאוצר בארצות הברית, לאחר שקודם לכן גורמים יודעי דבר דיווחו שיכול להיות שרוסיה עומדת מאחורי הפריצה. כמו כן, דובר הקרמלין דמיטרי פסקוב הצהיר, אם היו תקיפות במשך חודשים כה רבים והאמריקאים לא יכלו לעשות שום דבר בקשר לזה, כנראה שלא כדאי להאשים את הרוסים ללא בסיס. לא היה לנו שום קשר לזה. 
הגרלת שמינית גמר ליגת האלופות בכדורגל, ברצלונה ומסי יפגשו את נאמר עם קבוצתו פריז סן ג'רמן. אלופת אנגליה ליברפול תתמודד מול לייפציג. עם יתר המשחקים כתב חדשות הספורט ליאל אריה. עוד בהגרלה, אלופת אירופה ביירן מינכן תפגוש את לאציו, אתלטיקו מדריד תתחרה מול צ'לסי, וריאל מדריד תתמודד מול אטלנטה. במשחקים נוספים יובנטוס נגד פורטו, ומנשן גלבך מול מנצ'סטר סיטי. שלב 16 הגדולות ייפתח בעוד כחודשיים. ולפני סיום, גולשים ברחבי העולם מדווחים עכשיו על תקלה נרחבת בשירותי גוגל ויוטיוב. הפרטים האלה בבדיקה. מזג האוויר, צפויים ממטרים מקומיים מלווים בסופות רעמים, בעיקר במזרח הארץ ובדרומה, חשש כבד משיטפונות בנחלי הדרום והמזרח. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולדו. Free. 
J.M. in the A.M. Hanukkah song done by uh, Jonathan Rimberg to open up this hour here on a Monday morning broadcast. Well, with all the uh, with all the difficulties that we uh, sometimes have with the um, administration of New York State and have difficulties sometimes understanding some of the things that they do, one thing we always admit, and that is that the lieutenant governor of New York State, uh, Kathy Hochul, is an amazing guest of ours. Uh, and uh, never shies away from coming on JM in the AM and has been a great friend since we were first introduced to her a couple of years ago. With all that in mind, we wish a happy Hanukkah and say good morning to Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul here in the state of New York. Lieutenant Governor, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Well, thank you so much for having me on, particularly during this season of Hanukkah, and I want to wish everyone on behalf of Governor Cuomo and myself a very happy Hanukkah. Despite the fact that it's celebrated in an unusual way this year, it does not uh, take away from the fact that this is a, a, such an important tradition in our state and in our nation and in the world. So we are going to continue to honor that, and uh, despite the pandemic, we go on. Well, we appreciate your greetings tremendously, and we know that that there are uh, obviously, uh, uh, there's, there's a tremendous amount of sincerity behind the uh, uh, the the wishes that the governor, uh, yourself, and everybody in the state administration has for the Jewish community. I mean, thank God we've always had a wonderful relationship. It's been a very, very strange year that has led to some, you know, t- difficult moments, to say the least. I know that uh, I'm, I'm sure you feel it all the time that there are decisions being made from the top that uh, that people either don't understand or find very difficult to accept. Uh, and that becomes a challenge. But today, on Hanukkah 5781, <laughs> Hanukkah 2020, mm-hmm. at least we we could share the, uh, the the beautiful and wonderful peace and beauty of this holiday. And we very, very much appreciate the wishes. Uh, Lieutenant Governor, you know what's on everyone's mind. Uh, I mean, obviously the pandemic, but specifically the vaccine. Uh, do you have any type of update for us? Does it look like New York State is ready for a an accelerated 
program over the next few weeks to get as many citizens, as many residents of New York State vaccinated as possible? Yes, and that is a very high priority of ours. We've been working on this since last July. We knew that there would come a time when the most important thing we could do in this battle is to finally get people vaccinated so they will no longer be vulnerable to this deadly virus. And it has taken its toll on our people, no doubt about it, and it's painful. There are many people who will not be lighting a menorah this week because they did not survive. And so we take this very seriously. Literally, the trucks are rolling out as we speak, uh, coming from the manufacturers, Pfizer, uh, number one, and Moderna starting next week. New York State will be getting a certain number allocated. We are prioritizing our frontline health care workers because they are the ones that are exposed to COVID literally on a daily basis. So we have a priority system before it gets out to the general public. So that's going to take a little bit of time. I just want to manage expectations. The vaccine is not widely available yet, but it'll be there for nursing home uh, workers and patients, healthcare workers on the front line, get to our essential workers. And so when the time comes to make it widely available to the public, we'll need your help and your voice to let people know the details on how to get that that life-saving vaccine. I know that this is an unfair question. It's hard to predict the future. I understand it, but you know how frustrated all of us are. Is it possible that by the end of February or by the end of March, at some point in the first quarter of 2021, a really significant percentage of New York State at that point could be vaccinated? I will always be very honest with you. The answer is probably not till late spring, early summer, unless unless there is a different supply source that we don't know of right now. If another company gets approval and all of a sudden there's more vaccines available to us, but based on what we know in this you know this date in mid December, we are projecting that to be widely available. We call it mass inoculation. It's probably going to be later spring, summer, and even in some areas pushing into the fall, but we are going to have the most aggressive outreach program in America. We've been talking about this. We are ready. And we know we need to get it into places where people congregate, not just say everybody go to the corner, you know, Walgreens or CVS, because I've been in many of the communities and they don't have those. So that's not a good program from the federal government. We need to get them into uh, the synagogues and into the community centers and the the, uh, senior centers where people congregate. So that'll be our challenge particularly in densely populated areas like New York City, but we're up to it. We, you know, we, we have been planning, we are ready, and we know how critically important this is. Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul's with us. You know, you know, I feel I could always ask you, in all seriousness, because there are other members of your administration who who avoid us, frankly, when we, when we bring up topics that, that are not pleasant. You, you know that there's a negative reaction in the state to the indoor dining decision and going back to, uh, to restricting and eliminating, in some cases, indoor dining, especially here in New York City. And, and it's hard because even with all the science and data, we still, all of us, know that we don't know everything in terms of how this virus works and what the best solution would be. Can, can you explain the most recent decision by the administration regarding indoor dining in New York City? Yes, I, I'd be happy to, and thank you for the opportunity. I actually live in western New York. It's my home. I spend my time between New York City, Albany, and my home in Buffalo. We have not had indoor dining for over a month. We, our numbers dictated that we had such a high rate of infection. It was averaging about 6 7%. We decided that the governor and I decided that uh, based on you know, not our our 
own gut feeling and what we think is right. It's guided by the science and the data we have. So we have not had indoor dining in parts of New York, my hometown. Uh, we had personal services and hair salons and gyms. Everything closed. I mean, they were, they were shut down. So we've had other parts of the state that actually have had more severe consequences than others because of the infection rate. That's all we're looking at. But also now we're factoring in the hospital capacity rate. Because at the end of the day, the more people infected, more people sick, more present themselves to the hospital. And that's where you see the news, all the national news. Turn on your television. The first thing you see is the national overcrowding of hospitals. And that can't happen in a civilized, uh, sophisticated country like America. That That is not what happens here. So we are fighting really hard to not be those images that we had last spring when we were just so overwhelmed with it. And where we got this data from. It's not just anecdotal. It is based on 46,000 contact tracing events, so we have what we call the data points, now from September to Thanksgiving time to right around the end of November. Where are people getting the infection from? And unfortunately, restaurants, because you're by nature sitting in a confined indoor space with your mask off, you cannot eat or drink with your mask on. That is an activity that has been demonstrated to be inherently uh, more vulnerable for, you know, for people to be part of. But also, you know, that's, that's where the infections are being traced back to many times. Now, the reality is also, this is where people can have control of this virus themselves and their families. 75% of this virus spreading in New York State is now coming from family and household gatherings. Friends who are not part of your immediate, we call it your pod, your immediate uh, day-to-day family. Friends come over, extended family come over, and we're really worried about these holiday traditions, and we're and we're anxious about this. You know, Hanukkah is a beautiful time. It's a festival of light. It's supposed to bring light into our lives, uh, more needed now than ever before in this time of darkness. But if that results in someone ending up in the hospital a week later. That's not what we want to do. And so I'm asking everyone to understand that restaurants, based on data we have from what's happened to New Yorkers, the infection is higher there and is also very much higher coming from people's own personal gatherings, whether at home. They they let their guard down. They get close to someone else. They're hugging. They're celebrating. They might be singing. And the masks are not being worn and they're not socially distant. And that is so sad. I mean, it's counter to what we want to do as humans. This is a time we want to uh, see loved ones and embrace and cherish each other in a beautiful way, and we will be able to do that. That's coming next year, I guarantee we'll be able to. I shouldn't guarantee. I shouldn't. That's actually a mistake on my part because I don't know this virus, but if people get vaccinated, we get 75 to 80 percent of the population vaccinated, and we'll make sure you and your listeners know when that will be. Uh, We'll be able to beat this back, and you know, just like you think about the story behind Hanukkah, you know, that, that unexpected victory that we were able to accomplish. And I think that's, you know, conquering a, vic- a, a, a an enemy. That's what we're doing now. We're conquering an enemy. And that's, I think, the message that we have to keep through this season. Has there been a decision about school teachers in the state, if they'll be uh, on the priority list when it comes to vaccination? Yes, they are on a priority list. Everybody has been uh, on a put out a priority list, and the one, especially when we're trying to get children back into a setting where they can get learning in person, which is critically important to their, you know, oh, yeah. not just their education, but their emotional development and their and their need to you know be with other people. It's just natural. So it's been very hard on on children and their parents, and the teachers are out there exposed, and so you know, we'll absolutely be doing our 
our um, health care workers first. I think everyone understands that the nursing home, uh, the people like the law enforcement are exposed to people all the time. And so we will absolutely be doing teachers as well on that priority list. You know, I mean, look, I mean, it's no secret that, um, you know, what we're most concerned about is is the uh, the business aspect of New York State. I mean, the, the restaurants is such a key, especially in New York City, such a key to business development and business going forward. Uh, many of us who are familiar with the real estate industry were wary of some of the regulations that have now been uh, become law up in Albany, restricting uh, some of the uh, people in the real estate industry from uh, from either making a living or making as much of a living as they did in the past. And business drives New York. You know this. Business drives New York. And and we're concerned that, you know, the, the more business stalls, including, you know, for good reasons, meaning, you know, safety in the pandemic, the harder it's going to be for New York State to rebound. Uh, is there a plan? Is there a... Uh, is there a realistic expectation that New York State can come out of this and be financially secure? Well, that hinges on a couple of things. Will the federal government, meaning the Republican Senate under Mitch McConnell, at least for now, unless that changes with the upcoming election, uh, a special election in Georgia, if Mitch McConnell remains the leader, we will still have a barrier to getting the relief that we have been begging for for our hard-hit industries. We have said from the beginning that there's no American recovery without New York State's recovery, and New York City is the driver of our economic engine. We understand this more clearly than anyone because it is our state finances that are being devastated by the loss in revenues coming in from sales tax and all the different fees and how we run our engine is by having the, you know, these businesses thrive. And having Wall Street and the real estate industry and restaurant industry, hospitality, tourism, Broadway, all this has been so hard hit. The federal government can have a stimulus plan this week that addresses this need, pumps money directly to small businesses, particularly the restaurants that are hard hit, give them a lifeline or they will not come back. And they are not just uh, so critical to our economy and our success. They're also what gives our communities their charm and their identity, their character. And we don't want to lose that. So the federal government should recognize that this is a national disaster. It is not just something New York did and brought it upon ourselves. No, that's not what happened. And they have the ability to have the money. I'm a former member of Congress. I know what they can do. And they would do it if it was a hurricane. They would do it if it was wildfires. This is in that category even more so. And that's the kind of assistance we need. So we want to help them. But the state of New York has uh, various loan programs that we're trying to get out there. We're trying to have an extension for unemployment. Under the federal plan, if they don't pass the stimulus bill, a million New Yorkers are going to lose their unemployment insurance. These would be people in hospitality and restaurants and those industries where you can't work from home. And we've been pleading with the federal government for Congress, um, primarily the Senate, to get their act together and to help us now. We won't need it a year from now. We need it tomorrow. Yeah, I just uh, I understand how that could help small business, and I agree with you. I just worry that uh, the the real savior of the real estate industry in New York State is going to be Albany, and I don't know if the legislators up in Albany are ready to do what's necessary and ready to you know act in a way that's necessary in order to really revive that industry. I think we have to be flexible about what the post-COVID era is going to look like. Will we need as much commercial real estate, or is there some opportunities to for the owners to be successful by some conversions into 
apartments and and condos and you know, I think we're going to you know we're going to be forced to reckon with this and understand that many people will be living you know working from home now and you know that's not ideal in the sense of bringing back Manhattan for example where where there's downtown restaurants that really rely their lifeblood is what happens during the morning and lunch hours particularly and you know people staying and having client meetings with me. I I understand that world and it's important for us to get back to that but we also have to be realistic that there's been a lot of anxiety about people working in offices and some people for a while may not want to come back and so there's just a lot of things and we're, and we're going to be really smart about this we've been doing something called new york forward where we've been anticipating what the post pandemic will look like whether it's for the business world whether it's for education whether it's for even healthcare services the fact that you can now uh, the insurance companies will reimburse a doctor for treating you over your over your laptop or your iPad. That you can have telehealth services that they wouldn't cover before. There's many ways that we're rethinking, and there are some positive side effects of this. We need to embrace those, and the areas that are still suffering, we need to really help them. And so, we, I want people to know that we are focused on this. This is not something that we're going to think about once the pandemic's over. No, this has been front and center. How we save. New York City in particular coming out of this and how we can lean into our strengths and help overcome our weaknesses. Yes. Uh, but you know we're dealing with all millions of impatient people. I think that may be at the core of the problem. <laughs> I understand. I, and I'm impatient, too. We, Governor and I want this gone. We are sick and tired of this virus. You talk about uh, COVID fatigue. We're kind of COVID exhausted of this, and we've yeah. had it. Uh, and we want to get, you know, we, we love our state. That's why we serve in public life. We love our state. We love our people. And it's heartbreaking to see the suffering that they've had to go through personally because of this this very sinister virus, but also the hit that people have taken financially, economically, and, and, and emotionally and spiritually. I mean, people being denied being able to have these these soul-enriching experiences with their family to celebrate these holidays, particularly now. It, you know, being deprived of that is really hard on uh, on people, and we have to, we recognize that we're not we're not insensitive to that, insensitive to that, and so that's why we try to give uplifting messages and let them know that we understand the suffering, and we are there to help them get through this. This is what we this is what we do in government. Listen, I have to thank you. Uh, you know how critical we've been on certain issues. I mean, sir, on, on the summer camp issue, you know, we never let up when it came to. Uh, uh, disagreeing with the governor and that whole decision. I mean, it was a it, it was a summer of uh, demanding that he come on the air to address it. That's how upset we were, and uh, that never happened. But you have you have never avoided us. Every time we have any issue with anything in the state, all you want to do is discuss it and try to lay out uh, the information for our audience. And you have no idea how much we appreciate that. With all that in mind, I want to take this opportunity to wish you a happy Hanukkah. I'm going to wish you a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year as well. Uh, thank you for all you do for our state, and in all seriousness, thank you for always coming on and uh, and and willing to have a conversation and uh, and explain what's happening. Because all we want together is a is a thriving and vibrant New York State. That's all all of us want. Indeed, we all do. We are all in. Uh, we all together in this, and I I do want people to understand this will be a very different Hanukkah. I, I understand the challenges of all the our. our normal gatherings, but I'm asking everyone to please be careful and please watch out for each other. This is a time to show your love at its highest, at its greatest, by loving each other, by perhaps staying apart this year and continuing to wear a mask. That's how we can demonstrate uh, the value of these great traditions in our lives and how important they are that we, we look out for each other. 
So thank you very much for the opportunity and look forward to speaking again. Well said, Lieutenant Governor, and thank you. Happy New Year. And I, and I hope post-COVID you'll come visit us in our studio in Manhattan. I'd love to. Thank you very much. Happy Hanukkah, everyone. Thank, Bye-bye. Thanks so much. Happy Hanukkah. Kathleen Hochul is the Lieutenant Governor of the state of New York for the last five years and has always been a great guest of ours here at JM in the AM. More coming up. It is a Monday Hanukkah 5781, Hanukkah 2020, during this unusual year of the pandemic at JM in the AM.
Shiva boys, daddy come home. Great Hanukkah selection on day four of Hanukkah. Many of you have the day off today. Enjoy it. For some of you, it's a back to school, back to work edition. But I think the majority of the school children in this audience do have off today. Whatever you decide to do, enjoy it. There is, um, I don't know, I don't know how many things there are for people to do today, frankly. Depends on what state you're in, I guess, in terms of what's open, things like that. Anyway, whatever you decide, enjoy. Uh, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We find the fascinating halacha concerning the Hanukkah candles. It says in Shulchan Aruch, Afilu Ani, even a poor person, misparnis that receives their livelihood from charity, Shoel Omoche Kesuso, they even have to sell their clothing, Belokeach Shemen Lahadlik, in order to buy oil to light. This in itself is something fascinating because we're not talking about a person that is just a little bit poor. We're talking about a person who has no money whatsoever until the point that they have to sell their coat in order to buy Nerus for Hanukkah. The Sefer Kiatoi Modi tells us, from this we learn that on Hanukkah, our kochos, our powers, have no limitations. Even if I need to go without a coat, in order to buy candles and oil for Hanukkah, I can do it and I can survive. Hanukkah is the time of year when we are reminded of the eternity of the Jew, the power of the Jew to survive and to overcome all odds over the generations. The great Klosenberger Rebbe once asked a particular individual in the community to do something on behalf of the Klal. The man answered him, I will do whatever I can. Whatever is in my power, I'll be able to do. At that moment, the Klosenberger Rebbe told him, I want you to know, before the Holocaust, there was a bocher, there was a young man, that whenever I would have to give a shear, he would carry my svarim, he would carry my huge books for me. The reason is, I simply had no power, no strength to carry those books. However, during the war, they made me carry boulders up a mountain. Sometimes the day was 12 hours. Sometimes the day was 13. Somehow, Hashem gave me superhuman strength, and I carried those boulders day and night, and I didn't wear out. So too, you should know that Hashem can give you strength at any moment, even those things that you thought may not be within your capability. We Jews are chutz hateva. We are beyond nature. Take it on. Do it for the community, and you will be successful. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day. Secular culture 
Enlightened through dark Spreading their morals To extinguish our spark A small band of soldiers With courage and faith Guard the Shabbos Rosh Chayadesh The covenant of the eighth A victory miraculous But a temple in ruin The lofty Avoidah They await to resume Then one flask is found Purity within Engulfed in its flames A new age begins In the darkest of times Through the bleakest of nights The sparkle and glow Of flickering lights Sustaining our souls So pure and pristine Igniting the embers Of hopes and of dreams With no reason why Suffering for a faith That he won't deny He etches in stone A menorah's engraved To remember the miracle How his nation was saved Rips from his clothing A wick to ignite Searching he discovers A match he could light Darkness dispelled By the glistening spark Igniting his spirit In a gala so dark In the darkest of times Through the bleakest of nights The sparkle and glow Of flickering light Sustaining our souls So pure and pristine Igniting the embers Of hope And of dreams Society, temptation so great Threatening our piety and testing our faith The Torah's our beacon, the light of our lives Throughout this long gallus, it's how we survive
igniting the embers of hope and of dreams. J.M. and the A.M. on a Monday. Heading back to school and back to work for those who have work in school today on this Hanukkah 5781. Flickering lights, that's Baruch Levine here at JM in the AM. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more. And modern better for you kosher products, including no nitrate added. Reduced fat and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website at kosherdogs.net. Enjoy a 10% discount with promo code radio and try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. That I could tell you. Um, those of you who have not yet explored the partners in Torah, I am uh, again reminding you that a very inspiring and... Um, and uh, really electrifying experience awaits you if you become a mentor or a student under the umbrella of Partners in Torah. You could study Torah one-on-one with a mentor or partner chosen specifically for you. It will be a life-changing experience. Go to partnersintorah.org, partnersintorah.org, or call 1-800-STUDY-42. Again, call 1-800-STUDY-42, and uh, again, you'll be glad you did because it is a uh, an absolute amazing way to um, to change your life in a very, very positive way. Uh, the largest Judaica store is now online. We know them as uh, Borough Park Eichlers, and we know them online as shopeichlers.com, Shop. Eichlers.com, shopeichlers.com. Familiarize yourself with that website. Hanukkah time, you certainly should familiarize yourself. If you need gifts for family, for teachers, for kids, any type of uh, books or any type of item, check out all the different categories online. You'll be enthralled when you see them. Uh, the key is that the shopeichlers.com has this unique ability to provide same-day delivery. Same-day delivery to places like Borough Park, Flatbush, Williamsburg, Crown Heights, Staten Island, Queens, Five Towns, Far Rockaway, Muncie, Monroe, Teaneck, Lakewood, Toms River, Jackson, New Jersey. Imagine that. Go to shopbyclothes.com. No matter what you're looking for, uh, they could do it same day for you in most cases uh, to all those places that I just mentioned, which is pretty remarkable. Very 2020. Very 2020. And that's where they are. They are state-of-the-art in every which way and uh, form at uh, shopeichlers.com. So check it out. Whatever you need for, for Hanukkah or any time, shopeichlers.com is there for you. And, again, in all those towns, all those cities, all those neighborhoods that we mentioned, same-day delivery, which is pretty remarkable. Go to shopeichlers.com and enjoy. And I'm going to take this opportunity to uh, thank everybody at shopeichlers.com and Morty Getz and his entire staff. Uh, they were one of the uh, key sponsors of our journey to Dubai, one of the uh, sponsors of a trip that is still getting international attention. Um, as you saw on Facebook and through social media, all of our interviews from Dubai are on one convenient landing page. Check that out. I just finished my article last night about the uh, impressions that I had during the trip. That's uh, going to be in a variety of places, including it's already on social media. 
and shopbyclothes.com. Morty Getz and his staff appreciated the fact that we were heading over there and understood how important a mission it was, and I thank them for uh, all the recognition. I thank them for all the support. So there you go, shopbyclothes.com. When you support them, you're not just uh, buying great Judaica, you're also uh, getting an opportunity to support a group that supports great Jewish media and wonderful Jewish efforts. J.M. in the A.M. had a quarter before 8 o'clock on this Monday morning. Happy Hanukkah, everybody. A Freilich and Hanukkah on this fourth day, halfway through the holiday. As we continue with this selection for Hanukkah at J.M. in the A.M.
Yeah. 
J.M. in the A.M. at Avremo. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Pretty amazing. Um, Haneros Hello, the name of that selection. Before that, you heard uh, 613 with Bohemian Chanuga, Hammer of the Maccabees, done by Label Ben Moshe. Flickering Lights, that was Baruch Levine. And this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Heard. On listeners-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and NahumSiegel.com, and the NahumSiegel Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. I want to remind everybody that um, the Amudim event, which is happening this coming weekend, we are involved. We will be participating on the front end and the back end of a very important Amudim fundraising campaign. Details to follow, of course, here at JM and the AM. Um, but essentially, if you go to the website, unite to heal.com, unite to heal.com, uh, you'll see that, uh, just six days and one hour from now, Amudim will have its 36 hour live stream event, a benefit that'll allow everyone to come together with the top leaders and entertainers in our community to give back and confront the greatest challenges and unspoken issues facing us all. They've put together 39 events over 36 hours with 104 top leaders and entertainers. You can uh, go to the event uni- or go to the website, unite2heal.com, unite2heal.com, and uh, check out the list of uh, events that they have going on. You can also browse and register for the events as well. Um, so again, unite to heal. You'll notice that the, one of the first things that pops up is the Unite to Heal Holy Yid Squares. For those of you who remember Hollywood Squares, Holy Yid Squares is being hosted by me and will feature a whole bunch of amazing great Jewish music artists. Um, there's a Shlomo Simcha Maccabees combination. There's a um, Yankee Lemmer piece. There's a, a panel on high, on high tech. There's a panel on sports and the Orthodox Jew. There's a lot of stuff. I mean, a lot. You'll see when uh, when you go to that website. So go to unite2heal.com, unite2heal.com. It begins on Sunday, and we're very much looking forward to it. Our friends at Art Scroll remind you that it's Hanukkah, but anytime you should be taking advantage of an offer like this, all 3,000 titles at Art School, including their latest works, like Rai Besser's Nishmas. All 3,000 titles at Art School are available now at 20% off, no minimum, and free shipping. 20% off, no minimum, free shipping if you use promo code radio. Again, no minimum, free shipping, 20% off, use promo code radio. When you go to artscroll.com, always use promo code radio. That's the lesson that we learned from these episodes. Always use promo code radio at artscroll.com. Information, go to the website, artscroll.com, and take advantage of the incredible and amazing offer. Uh, make sure to mention you heard about it here on JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. And if you use promo code radio, that's essentially what you're saying. 
that you heard about it right here. More coming up. It's JM in the AM.
shalom aleinu, hodiavo shalom aleinu, hodiavo shalom aleinu, vi al kulam. Hodiavo shalom aleinu, hodiavo shalom aleinu, hodiavo shalom aleinu, vi al kulam. Ecstasy, de ta beauté. Tous ensemble, ensemble. 
shines bright. The free town ain't a fire in a world like this. So we pray for the city with a fire on our lips. Yerushalayim, we see all the other lands truly need thee. Whether or not an embassy, sympathetic empathy will bring us to a greater peace. Uh, Cause we're the glory of the east. God's greatest gift runs deeper than the sea. Love and justice and truth we preach. Even on a short hand, we still reach.
so far with the greatest of ease he moved through high societies that grocers boy from the city streets well he'd long since gone and changed his name it was the only way that he could play the game with neighbors like the Richardsons the Williams and the Jones what could he do with a name like Cohen? But he had one memory, yes, his father he did see Lighting colored candles on the windowsill Eight days a year he'd light another candle every night They lingered in his memory still In December came home from school his little girl called Sue She held a picture of an Xmas tree she drew all the kids in my class have one, she said, with a tear. And could we have one in our home this year? He didn't know what to do with his little daughter Sue, although her desires he wished to fulfill. My dear Sue, listen to me, there's something better than a tree that lingers in my memory still. With a menorah in his hand His dear wife said to him Joe, I just don't understand They've worked so hard to get to Where we are today And now what will we do? What will the neighbors say? Well, he lit those candles anyway Yes, there were five that night And from his window to the street Glowed the candlelight they were burning for an hour, maybe a little more When suddenly Mr. Richardson stood there by the door He said, would it be okay if a word to you I say There's something about those candles you must know Yes, they bring back memories of my father I still see As he lit those candles many years ago Yes, they bring back memories of my father I still see As he lit those candles many years ago He stepped outside later on that night And boy was he surprised He couldn't believe what he saw He couldn't believe his eyes From all the houses on their block Glowed candlelight From their windowsills And out into the night 
Yes, they had one memory. Yes, their fathers they did see lighting colored candles on the windowsill. Eight days a year they'd light another candle every night. It lingered in their memory still. Yes, they had one memory. Yes, their fathers they did see lighting colored candles on the windowsill. Eight days a year they'd light another candle every night. It lingered in their memory still. Yes, they had one memory. Yes, their fathers. JM in the AM. By request, colored candles. Comes from Destiny. Before that, Avremo Ototov from Avram Fried. Yidin, with that medley, Chaim Yisrael had Melech Ozer. Peace in the World, done by Avi Delavanti and Nisim Black. Salam. Our theme song from last week in Dubai with Aryeh Kunstler. And you heard Happy Chanukah, my friend, to open up that set. Monday morning, fourth day of Hanukkah, this portion of NSN programming. Brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abels and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more. And modern, better for you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat, and reduced sodium hot dogs. Plus, many other unique items. Visit the website, kosherdogs.net. Try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. A&H making up some uh, delicious and incredible uh, kosher meals for all of us, um, as only they know how to do. Simply delicious. Their food is great. Monday morning, JM in the AM at 25 minutes before 9 o'clock. This is a brand new, this was brought to our attention, a brand new Hanukkah selection um, Done by Sheer Soul, David Ross, Sheer Soul. It's called a Stevie Wonder Hanukkah. Here it is, brand new at JM in the AM.
They literally call that a Stevie Wonder Hanukkah. David Ross presentation with Sheer Soul here at JM in the AM. How do you like that? Monday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. Coming up at 10 o'clock, by the way, the return of Yoni Pollock. He was with us last week, of course, in Dubai. He'll return with some sports analyses. And boy, with what happened yesterday in the world of football, there's certainly a lot to talk about if you're into spectator sports. Uh, so he'll have that coming up. And that'll be um, coming up at 10 o'clock Eastern time. At 11 o'clock Eastern time today, Jake Novak, the uh, the theme is peace keeps breaking out between Israel and its Arab neighbors. So what should we do and not do about it? Jake Novak will explain at 11 a.m. on Novak Now. And again, I thank Jake. He was uh, instrumental in preparing us for the journey that happened last week when we went to Dubai. Really instrumental, and I thank him very, very much. And you may ask, what's happening uh, this morning? What's going on uh, starting at 9 a.m. Eastern Time? And the answer is the next live presentation of Mayor Weingarten and the Israel Show. It starts at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and goes until 10 o'clock. It is live. It is great. It is a comprehensive report about everything happening regarding Israel. Mayor Weingarten. Shalom. Chag Urim Sameach, and welcome back to JM in the AM. Salam Aleikum, welcome back from uh, <laughs> Dubai. And um, I was thinking it sounds like a Yiddish name, you know, to buy something, you, you know, you're buying something else. <laughs> Dubai. 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 Dubai? With a question mark at the end? Dubai? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> But um, welcome back. An amazing programming. Wow. It, just, it blows my mind. As you have said many times, if, if our our grandparents could only imagine. Yeah. I, and that thought came to my mind a million times while we were there. I mean, yeah, the parents and grandparents who saw the um, the greatest, one of the greatest tragedies in modern Jewish history. Uh, to to think that not only um, they lived, those who did, to see the state of Israel, a miracle in and of itself, obviously, that they lived, those who did, to see Israel prevail in all the battles and wars, uh, to live, if they in fact did, to see this moment where uh, countries desperately, it seems, want to make peace with Israel, realize that Israel is the key to their security, vis-a-vis Iran, and Israel's the key to their economic success. Who would have thunk it, as they say, Mar Weingarten? Who would have thunk exactly. it? Exactly. Exactly. It really is part of the part of the uh, miracles, the open miracles that we are experiencing and continue to. We've been experiencing them for, for uh, decades, and we continue to experience them now even more. Yeah, so true. Today, um, uh, Mayor Weingarten uh, says that in a recent interview, former CIA chief John Brennan condemned Israel, but you won't believe for what. Mayor will share the audio and the outrage, and I assume people need to tune in to find out what this is all about. Yeah, they do. And you know what? I never realized to what extent this uh, John Brennan is, is a negative player. He was appointed uh, director of the CIA by right. uh, President Obama. Right. And uh, he really, I mean, I did a little research on him yesterday. He's really a bad player. 
I hope he doesn't get enlisted again into the uh, Biden administration. And um, and uh, we know the typical reasons why officials condemn Israel. You're saying this one we won't believe. Yeah, I think we won't believe it. I, 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 I think so. And I have the full audio clip uh, from his interview list Sunday on uh, Fox News. Uh, unfortunately, Fox News didn't press him hard enough, I think, on his answers. But, um, yeah, you'll hear it all. Well, Fox News ain't pressing anybody. They don't want to be uh, banned by Google. So. Yeah, and especially Chris Wallace. It was Fox News Sunday, you know. A new May Ear Me Limb segment today will shed light. I wonder if that's an interesting play because it's the holiday of lights. We'll shed light on a word from this past week's parasha, Parshat Vayeshev, which is the only Shabbos Hanukkah parsha this year. Um, right. Should I assume that has something to do with light, or I'm overthinking no, this? No, actually not. Actually not. It has nothing to do with light. Interesting. It's, um, it has to do with, um, should I tell you? Yeah, I guess so. It talks about the brothers, after they threw Yosef into the pit, they um, retreated somewhat and sat down and had a picnic, right? Right. Right. And then they see Orchat Yishma'ilim. Right. Ba'ah Migilad. Right. So we're going to talk about the word Orcha. Okay. The Not To Be Missed Weekly Israeli Music Mix will include great Hanukkah music and the debut of a new singing duet, Eden Ben Zaken and Bibi Netanyahu. By the way, uh, if I was the uh, the Prime Minister's advisor, I would likely keep my day job. Or t- <laughs> tell him tell him yeah. to keep his day job. Let's put it that way. Yes. Yes, I, you I know, agree, but it's still you, a song that we got to play. Oh, you, know, I, you can't I, ignore it. I totally agree with you, but even with auto-tune, you'd think it would sound to drop better, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. All that and more, tune in after JM and the AM for The Israel Show. Don't forget to like The Israel Show Facebook page, facebook.com slash The Israel Show. Mayor's live between 9 and 10, then Yoni between 10 and 11, and Jake Novak at 11 a.m. with more about peace in the Middle East. Seems uh, Israel's uh, making a habit of this now, making wow. peace. Wow. I'm sorry? I said Israel's making a habit of this now, making peace with the uh, Persian Gulf uh, neighbors and uh, other countries as yeah. well. Yeah. And and this new country that we all are trying to figure out how to pronounce, that declared on Matei Shabbat Israel time, it was declared that Israel uh, is uh, normalizing relations with Bhutan or Bhutan or right. yeah, that's what I thought it was. Bhutan, right? Bhutan, but it seems that they, the Bhutanese, pronounce there's an H after the B. If you notice in the spelling, and it seems that they pronounce it Bhutan somehow. Mm. I, I I don't know, but it's a tiny little country. And uh, I sent you some pictures for you to pick out where you want to broadcast. Yeah, by the, by the way, those photos make that small country look pretty beautiful, frankly. Yeah, it, it, they say, everyone says it's amazingly beautiful. All right, so we'll have to uh, scout it out and see if it makes it onto the JM and the AM travel list, because after all, Mayor, as you see now, that list keeps growing. My gosh. Right. <laughs> well, you got to pick between Casablanca and uh, uh, Rabat, Marrakesh maybe, you know, whatever. You have a lot of choices. So much to do. So much to do. Uh, Mayor- and it's amazing. Thank you. It's really, really amazing. Baruch Hashem. Mayor, good luck today. We're uh, we're counting on you for another Thank amazing you. live edition, a Hanukkah edition of the yes. Israel Show. And to you, An edition I s- of light. And to you, I say, Chag Urim Sameach. V'chein Lamar. There he is, Mar Weingarten.
As we wish him a happy Hanukkah, and he gets set for what's happening 12 minutes from now, a brand new live edition of the Israel Show right here on the Nahum Siegel Network.
JM in the AM. Getting set to wrap up a Monday morning broadcast. Hope you have the day off, I hope. I hope you normally have work in school, and I hope today you're off, because on this fourth day of Hanukkah, it seems this is the day that has been chosen by many of the yeshivas and schools to uh, give a day off, have a day off, and to um, spend time with the family. So if you have that option today, I am happy for you, and um, and take advantage. Lichvoda Hanukkah, you heard that uh, great selection. Mao's tour was done by the London School of a Jewish Song. You heard the um, Miami Boys with uh, Al Hanisim. Tried to pack in as much Hanukkah music today as possible, and uh, I think we did a pretty good job at it. <laughs> I certainly think so. This coming weekend starts the Big Amudim event. On Sunday, if you're not familiar with it, I have a recommendation for you. Go to unite2heal.org. Um, and you'll see there an entire array of events that are happening within this major event. Excuse me, unite2heal.com. 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 And you'll see the... Uh, the event that um, benefits Amudim is just uh, six days and one minute away. Starts this coming Sunday, and we're looking forward to it, and I hope you'll have an opportunity to join us and make it a very, very successful uh, day for Amudim. It is an important, yeah, full 36 hours for Amudim. It's really, really important. And I hope everybody out there participates. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network. And of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Monday here at JM in the AM. Thanks so much for tuning in. Big thanks to Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul, always a great guest of ours. Thanks to all of you for listening. Um, and uh, thanks to everybody for the amazing reaction to the um, trip to Dubai. We have had such incredible feedback, and I thank all of you for it. Really incredible, and a big thank you. Chag Urim Sameach. Happy Hanukkah, Afrelech, and Hanukkah. Mayor Weingarten and the Israel Show is next. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future. (laughs) 